We took a weekend off from touring And so we made our way back home We heard our house party was brewing It's Friday, so let's get drunk, yeah, yeah. We got a call from our You know what? I learned something last week What did you learn last week? That we actually don't do cold opens what, what, Then what do we do? I don't know. So typically the cold open is like just random talking before the show starts, before the whole introduction. I mean, yeah, we do kind of do that, but we do it like we have music before and everything. So this is not a true cold open. So I went uh, last week back. Okay. So for those of you who haven't listened to last week's episode, I gave Nick the chance to open no, the show. No, if, if, if they haven't listened to last week's episode, then go back and listen to it. That's true. Go listen to See? it. Welcome, everybody, to The Last Call Podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Thompson. Alongside me, as always, is my co-host, Nick Warner. Nick you Warner. Me- no, I just, I wanted... <laughs> yeah, I was like, <laughs> did you see... How, what episode is this? 24 of this season. This is 24. 49 episodes, and you almost forgot my name. I didn't almost forget your name. I, you sure shit look like it. There were two things that happened there. One, I was wondering if you were going to actually say your own name this time. And then two, so there was like kind of a psychological experiment. And then number two is I wanted to hear <clears throat> Alcohol Looks Beautiful tonight, which is when we like cut the music off. So those were the two reasons why I paused. And then you assumed that I had forgotten your name. Interesting thought experiment on whether I'd say my name or not. It I, did feel weird saying my own name. Yeah. So yeah. I did. I did. I was curious. Would would he fill in the blank there, or would he not? And you did not. And then you said, did. "Did you forget my name?" No, I said Nick Warner. Did you? Yeah. Go back and listen to it. You need to go back and listen to this episode already, and we haven't even finished. We haven't even started, really. Yeah. <laughs> so thank you everybody for joining us on this Friday. As Nick alluded to, this is episode twenty-four of season two. We've been doing this for twenty-four more weeks. So this is I'm tired. Episode forty-nine, uh, as promised slightly we kind of broke some promises but we're going to keep one promise this season uh next week next the next episode we will be doing a live stream on twitch of the podcast so what that means is we will probably not put out the podcast that friday we will either put it out on monday maybe the following friday we don't know so we want people to join us for the live the first ever live stream of the podcast on twitch uh same everything's the same except it's a live stream and you will be able to actually see us and interact with us via chat if you're at home i'm gonna be honest here if we don't do video on this next one we should just quit we should we should close down the shop shut down the studio give it to somebody else let them do it so we are going to do video we, we are not going to let the fans down we will be doing video on episode 25 there is a guarantee i guarantee it that we will be doing a live video stream on episode 25 uh it won't be multi-camera that that's not gonna that's a broken promise but it will be a one camera you and i on the same you know same image and then when we come back for season three which is not going to be as nearly long of a break as last time but we are going to take a little bit of a break we will have multi-camera it'll look professional and we're gonna really kickstart everything i know we've promised that before but but it's happening we we have the setup we've got everything we need so you don't know what i can pull together you're gonna be gone this week i am gonna be gone this week uh who knows what i could pull together in a week 
while you're gone. Dude, if I came back and you had another camera and the bar was finished and all that, I mean, it would be incredible. So maybe we could have multi-cameras, but I'm not promising anything because I've broken yeah, too many. Let's, let's see what we can do. No we'll, more. we'll try to pull some shit together. Hey, where, where are you going? Let's, uh, I alluded to it, but why don't you give, me, uh, give the, the guests the background? I'm going to Puerto Rico. Exotic. It's super exotic. exotic. It's a U.S. territory, so, so by the way. So exotic that you don't need a, a, a passport. <laughs> I'm going to take it, though. I am yeah, taking the passport. I, I have no idea. Like, it, it's like, oh, no, it's a U.S. territory. You don't have to take your... I was like, I'm not going to risk it because I'm flying direct out of Chicago. So I have to drive to Chicago in order to catch my flight because otherwise I would have had hell of layovers and I just didn't want to deal with that. So driving to Chicago to fly out of there, I would hate to get to Chicago and then be like, oh, you actually need your passport. Because then I'm like, well, fuck, I left it three hours away. So I'm going to take it anyway. Next but. thing I know, I'm driving up to Chicago. I'm meeting you halfway. Next thing I know, I'm going to Puerto Rico with you. <laughs> so, oh, so, darn, I can't come to work the next day. Oh, shucks. So, yeah, I'm going to uh, Puerto Rico. Originally, so uh, what had happened was my uh, I texted my buddy uh, from Grand Rapids. And I was like, hey, when are we going to Brazil? Because I really want to go to Brazil. He has friends that live there. He's like, uh, I don't know. Puerto Rico or Brazil? I want to go to Brazil. Yeah, really but where, bad. where does he have friends live? Brazil. Okay. That's what so, I and that's why I asked like, if he wanted to go to Brazil. Um, he's like, yeah, I don't know with COVID and all that kind of stuff. I just don't know what we're going to be able to do. But I do want to take a trip. Let's go to Iceland. And I was like, that's the complete opposite direction of Brazil. <laughs> so he wanted to go to Iceland. And then because of covid and like i think you have to get a negative covid test and do all that covid stuff still if you travel internationally we're like ah, i don't know about plus it's pretty cold in iceland still like it's yeah. in the 40s 30s stuff like that so i was like and eh, do i really want to go back to the cold after it's been like pretty warm so we settled on puerto rico because it is outside of mainland u.s but it's still a u.s territory the culture is different enough where it feels like it's you know a, a different country well it, it technically it's a u.s territory but it is its own country right yes yeah so it is a country it's just a u.s territory so um we're leaving the country but it's still technically the, not leaving the country yeah yeah but it's technically not so anyways that doesn't feel like you're leaving the country exactly but so, you are technically they do speak a so. different language there they speak spanish yeah so well, good thing you took a bunch of that in college good thing i forgot all of it yeah, well, hey, I, it's probably the smart decision. I don't, I think I told you this story, but the smart decision to not travel to a place where they require a negative COVID test. Yeah. Did I, I think I, I don't think I told it on the podcast. If I did, I apologize, but I'm going to tell it again. There was a, another podcast that I listened to and a guy was literally not going into the office for like two weeks ahead of his family vacation because he was nervous that he would get sick or test positive ahead of it or um, can contract something right before he flew and he would get there and then take the, the COVID test and then test positive and then that whole like week week and a half vacation wherever they were going would be gone so they would they made him test when he yeah. at the country whatever country that was yeah he had to take a test when he got there correct yeah gotcha. and okay. the, the sucky thing is he said it, it's kind of cool though because you fly in um and it's an island where i can't remember where he went uh but you fly in and they pull everybody aside you get sat in a room everybody's wearing their mask still you take your test and you wait on it, wait on it. And then when they're like, 
all right, you tested negative, you're good to go. And he's like, congratulations, you could take your mask off. So you, you take your mask off, and then on that island, because everybody, they can control who comes in and out, he said, I didn't see masks for like seven days, like not one. Insane. Interesting. I mean, it's crazy that that's the normal. We're, we're just so used to seeing masks that not seeing them is crazy. I... We, we you did tell me this story and my re- immediate response was i feel like where we are in the midwest and in indy that i haven't really seen masks unless people like just want to wear masks yeah but i i don't know how long it's been since we've had an actual mask requirement um but Probably the last time i flew to be honest it, no in indy just like going to oh, a restaurant in indy? yeah i have no idea I can't remember the last time there was a mask requirement. Um, I will. I am curious. I am taking masks with me because I don't know if um, the the airlines dropped the mask mandate for a little while. I don't know if some of them picked it back up or not. And then um, also, I don't know what Puerto Rico's like. I don't know if they're going to require masks or or anything like that. So I will take masks with me. But there are places in the United States, like New York City or Los Angeles. I wouldn't be surprised if Chicago does. Ha- still has a mask mandate in restaurants. Well, and- I take it. I take that back because I just went to a wedding there, and there wasn't. And there was nothing. So I think it's interesting because. So where was this podcast based out of? Uh, New York. Okay, yeah. so he might have a little bit different perspective on how long masks have been around versus us. Yeah, and and he made the comment just like you alluded to that. Uh, we haven't had really a, an, an exact mask mandate, and I don't think they have that there as well. Yeah, it's it's encouraged but not mandated, I guess. And and for people who want to wear masks, absolutely fine. I've gotten used to just seeing people wearing masks regardless of where I'm at. But yeah, the I do I do still find it funny seeing people driving around in their cars by themselves with masks on. I don't understand that one. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Uh, I, I don't I I don't understand that. Have you noticed a lot of homeless people are wearing masks? Uh, I can't say that I have. Like I've been seeing where like, do you hang out? <laughs> homeless places. I don't know. <laughs> so like there are there are homeless people in downtown Indy and I'll be walking around and I've seen these homeless people and they might not be wearing it necessarily on their face. Some of them are wearing it and covering their face and others are wearing it around their chin. But I've seen a lot of homeless people like begging for change with masks on and that also intrigues me a little bit i'm not sure necessarily why i don't know maybe they're staying at a shelter and the shelter requires but i don't know but it is interesting the people that you do see wearing masks and then in where they wear masks like you said alone in your car yeah i i i gotta imagine and this is nothing uh, that disease spreads through almost pretty quickly I have to imagine that that's the case. Yeah. I, but it's, I don't know. It, it's a good thing, I think. To, yeah, to try to prevent spread and stuff like that. Yeah. No, I, I get that. The only thing that sucked is when I was in Michigan still, we had a mask mandate, but gyms were open. And I might have told this already, but like I would be doing cardio and the mask just soaked up all this. And I'm literally just waterboarding myself as I'm trying to like, you know yeah. jog and stuff that was miserable have you seen those masks uh, masks prior to these masks like health masks but they're masks that restrict your breathing for yeah. workouts and stuff 
Like yeah. I had a buddy that um, was wearing one. I, I used to run cross country track, and a buddy would wear one occasionally uh, because it would basically simulate running at high altitude where the oxygen was so thin. Does that actually work? I don't. Th- I think it's kind of a gimmick because you would have to do it for so long to have an effect. Like you would have to. Um, like a lot of Olympic athletes will go train at high altitude for a long period of time. I mean, months at a time to and increase they get used to that low oxygen atmosphere. And then they'll go run at like a, something closer to sea level. And, and they'll it's be like, you're, you feel so much better and like you're starving your body of oxygen. And then now you, it's like you're equivalent of baseball. Like you swing a weighted bat with a donut on it in the batter's box and then you take it off and you could swing it fast as hell. It feels light. Yeah, it feels light. So it's the equivalent of that. But Buddy used to war- or use one of those occasionally and I tried it. Man, it is hard to breathe. Dude, some of the exercise gimmicks that you that people have come up with. Shake weight. The shake weight uh, is absolutely one. Like, I don't know who thought that this actually does anything. It just, again, looks like you're, you know. Yeah, it, it's doing, very uh, suggestive. Yeah, <laughs> making a very suggestive movement. There's, uh, you know, the um, electrotherapy for your abs. Uh, you know, I could kind of see some of that electrotherapy stuff. Yeah, I, because it does tighten up your muscles, right? Yeah, it's the equivalent of kind of like flexing them but i think you're better off just going and doing a workout but is that gonna yeah because i don't know if the thought like does it actually burn fat or just tone your muscle because if you tone the muscle and you're not actually burning the fat it doesn't really matter as much see i thought the one you were gonna say was the uh, the one from the 50s where there's just like a rubber band that goes around the oh it's like a vibrator yeah like shakes you that's that was also (laughs) a gimmick and then have you seen the uh uh what's it called jawser size it was like it was a ball that you would essentially gnaw on when you worked out in oh, order to yeah, chisel to, your jawline. Yep, I saw that one. Have you seen that one? Yeah. I see, I don't know. I part of me thinks because there's there's muscles there in your jaw. Absolutely. That you would think you could probably tone. Yeah, otherwise I, you wouldn't be able to chew. Yeah, but I would love to see an actual experiment like, no, that thing actually does work or this is absolute garbage. There's only one way to find out. I have to get one. You're going to have to get one and you're going to have to use it throughout the podcast. Use it. Oh, I can't. Perfect for the next episode. I wouldn't be able to talk. No, you could still talk. You have to talk around the ball. It'd be kind of interesting. It would sound like I'm talking with a ball gag in my mouth. Like that wouldn't, I don't think that would be entertaining. It would also be very, no, that would be very entertaining. For like maybe a minute <laughs> and then it would get really annoying. <laughs> yes. No, it would, that would not be good, but like all of these different gimmicks that people come up with it, but some of them dude make you know so much like the uh the f- fidget spinner how oh, yeah. crazy those things blew up and then they immediately died it's a fad the snuggie snuggie's a great product i the only the time snuggie i snuggie is a fantastic product don't it's a robe you wear backwards bro like literally i could go get my bathrobe and put it on backwards and i have a snuggie it's a gimmick. It was a great marketing Don't campaign. Talk down to the Snuggie. The only time I ever saw a Snuggie in person was like Christmas white elephant gifts but as did joke you gifts. See that great value where you could get the book light, two book lights, and two <laughs> Snuggies for twenty dollars. I did see that. That was that means a, that means a Snuggie. What the book light's probably a five dollars or ten. 
man, that's that's a great deal. It's not a bad value. No, that's a great that's, deal. I got a snuggie just for the book lights. I didn't even get it for the sun. I see. Like, uh, you remember the episode? That low light. Of, see, low light reading. That's horrible for your eyes. That's gonna save you. It's an investment in the future because it's gonna save your eyes, and you won't be going to the optometrist to fix your eyes. Think how much money you save on health bills for $20. Do you, <laughs> That's insane. Do you remember the episode of SpongeBob where they use their imagination? So they order the giant screen TV and they take it out of the box and they just throw the TV in the garbage and get yeah. in the box and start imagining things. It's one of the, the one of the best when he's like climbing the mountain. Yeah. He's like, oh my God, I can't feel my legs. Patrick, you're going too high. <laughs> it's a yeah. quality episode. So that's what I feel like the Snuggie would be is the book lights and you just throw the snuggie in the garbage and you don't even use it okay if if anybody has a snuggie and you're willing to throw it away or you're about to throw it away please ship it to me i will pay for the shipping i want a snuggie i've never had one always wanted one um here's a question for you speaking of shipping you just jog my my thought process my old noggin here you're welcome do you if are you de- 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 are you deterred from buying a product if you have to pay for shipping? Um, what? How much is shipping relative to the pot product? Eight bucks. How much is the product? That's what I mean. Like relative to the shipping, like what percentage of it? Uh, I don't know. Is there a per- okay? Fine. Is there a percentage that you're willing? Is it like ten percent of the product? But regardless, like you immediately see hey, they're shipping on this product and you start to question whether or not you want to buy the product. I think now we're so used to seeing free shipping uh, that we're used to that and we go for the item that doesn't have shipping on it, but the companies are just increasing the product cost to To offset the the shipping, yes. I I would agree. And so if you have... I I don't know that Amazon can do that because they're selling it in the store for that same price, so... They're not necessarily offsetting the cost of it. No, but that's where they get like third-party vendors to fulfill and yeah. do all that. So like the third-party vendor, Amazon might not eat that cost, but the third-party vendor might. They, but they also get such cheap shipping that, I mean, it's the, the negligible. Well, and they've started doing their own logistics. Like they're not really using, they occasionally they'll use like USPS or UPS and stuff like that. But like you see the Amazon trucks everywhere. So like they're doing their own logistics and their own routes to where they don't have to pay like a third party to do their shipping for them. Do you think at some point Amazon Amazon's going to start doing their not I know you said their own logistics but everybody else's logistics as well. They could. I mean they, they already become their own USP or uh UPS or FedEx or uh what's the it's yellow and red DHL it's so difficult to do like the people that are established are very well established i don't know fedex and ups are the the big sometimes well the biggest issue is the last mile and the last mile being the truck that drives to your house to deliver the package the international and like the national planes and shipping that they have are very very good it's the last mile that's the biggest issue and the biggest money consumption of what they do because they have to have so many trucks, they have to have the routes, they have to be, like, that's hard to be very efficient at, but shipping planes, like big freight cargo planes that are flying across country to do all that stuff, they're very, very good. They're distribution centers that have all of the automation that they can scan labels and stuff, very, very good. It's the last mile, and Amazon is really honing in on the last mile piece, especially because they were trying to do the drones for a little while, 
like where they would drone packages. If Amazon figures out the last mile piece of it, then yes, I think they would do third party for all of these other shipping because like let them do the big cargo planes and do all of that stuff. If if Amazon can easily do the last mile, I think they would take that business. I'm gonna throw this out there as an idea. Um, who was it? Domino's recently started a thing where it's like, oh, be your own delivery person. If you pick this up, we'll give you a credit. So they're outsourcing their delivery. Yeah, it was like they they give you so, a, a credit on it. So they're starting their own like Uber Eats type deal. I mean, it's except they're paying you a pizza. Like, they they can't find anybody to deliver your pizzas for you. So if you come pick this up, we'll give you money off, or we'll give you credit on your account. Oh, are you are you just talking about like in store pickup? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were, I yeah. thought you were talking about having like me go pick up somebody else's pizza no, and deliver. No, no. Although that is an interesting idea. Uh, hey, by the way, somebody else in your neighborhood has also ordered pizza. Would you come in and pick this up and do that? I think that one could be more difficult because then it's you, you, it would have to be an have Uber to time Eats. Up, right? Well, well, it's, I, it's not even that. It's, it's like a miracle if it, that happens. It's people could just steal other people's pizza. That, bit, that could also it, happen yeah. because, like with Uber, it's a bad idea. With Uber so. Eats and like DoorDash and stuff like that, they're independent contractors for those companies, and so like they have a record of that person picking up yeah. the food. If I just walk in, it was like, oh hey. Yo, you your next door neighbor got pizza. Want to take it to him? Yeah, absolutely. It never makes it there. Yeah, it's it's not. No, that's a horrible idea. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so no, but the the idea I did have was okay. Domino's is doing that where if you come in, we'll basically credit you or give you a reward because we can't find drivers. So if you pick this up, hey, we want to continue business with you. We want to uh, win your business over, so we'll credit your account. Amazon does the same thing. You come pick up your package at the hub. Now you get rid of some of that last mile. You could probably find quite a few people that would sign up for that if they were close enough. Anymore, there's more and more of these hubs or small centers that are close to households. I think... There's a chance that could be a thing. Well, you know Whole, Why not? Food, you know Whole Foods has those Amazon lockers. Did not know that. Yeah, so there are various department stores. What, is, what does that mean? So as there's literally like a gym locker in whole foods that says amazon pickup because like you have the option to uh designate your package to a pickup location and there are literal like lockers that they assuming that you didn't order a giant flat screen tv that you can go pick up your product (laughs) i'm imagining somebody try well shit it's not fitting in there and they cram it in and just destroy it just pieces and parts all they they literally Here's 10 of the main components. The rest of it's in the back. Uh, they literally just like disassemble the TV and then just put all the pieces in there. It's like, here's the instructions <laughs> on how to put it back together. Good luck. Um, but yeah, there are lockers that you can actually designate a pickup spot to go pick up your package. I like the idea of a credit or it's like, hey, free shipping if you go pick up your package. So... I don't think you're going to be able to sell that because I get free I get free shipping right now and I don't have to pick it up. I I agree. It's hard to, to sell it. It's hard to make that change, but if the alternative is charging for shipping, it's like, hey, we're either going to start charging for shipping or you can go pick up your package. Then I'm deleting my Amazon Prime account. 
That is fair. Everybody's dropping subscriptions right now. People are trying to find ways to save money because of inflation so high. The, it does really That'd earn. be the first thing I drop, to be honest, because I use Amazon for free shipping. That's it. Prime video irks me because I pay Prime, like, I pay the yearly subscription for Prime, and yet I still have to rent movies on there. It's like, then why am, what am I paying you for? I mean, you have some free stuff on there. I don't think it's great it, content, but I think the free shipping, you save, what is Amazon Prime now? Like 15 bucks a month? Uh, they raised the price, but something like that, maybe, yeah. That's the worst thing, me me saying that right now, to be honest. I have no idea what I pay. I don't either. It's just, it's it horrible. Just, I get billed once I, a year. I should know that. Dude, do you know, we talked about subscriptions last week with, like, the Netflix and the, like, different streaming services. Yeah. I have so many subscriptions that I don't even just, I don't even think about. It's just a recurring payment. And that's have how you, they get you. Have you, have you seen, uh, what is it, Truebill? Truebill? I've seen, I've heard uh, the commercials for it. Yeah, it's like, oh, find all these subscriptions that you're signed up for that you don't realize you're paying, whatever. I want a subscription to disable your ads because every time I'm on YouTube, it's constantly a Truebill ad. So how do I subscribe to unsubscribe for your ads? For the Truebill ads? Yeah. Be wonderful. Well, no, the subscription you need to buy is, and and I wish Sean was here because he would be yelling at you. Yeah, YouTube know. Premium. He gets so upset every time he comes over and we try to watch a YouTube video and there's an ad. He's like, "Why would you just I'm, pay for it?" I'm not. I'm not paying for that because whenever I'm on my laptop or my computer, I use AdBlock Plus. If you don't use that, you should. It's literally an extension that is free on Google Chrome. Which is int- which is very interesting because Google they make ad revenue. Well, Google yeah. owns fa- or YouTube. Yeah, so I do not see any YouTube ads when I'm using Google Chrome on my desktop or my computer, my work computer, anything. So it's pretty nice. Interesting. But he uh, only gets mad when I play it on my TV, which I don't have. I can't. You can't do ad blocker, blocker right? On. Yeah. So well, Sean, sorry, it's not going to happen. So we'll see you next week. (laughs) So we will have Sean on uh, the live stream. Uh, Reason being is he donated our first camera to the show. So thank you. I also want to shout out uh, Schaefer. He bought me after my burping episode last uh, last episode. uh, He bought me a pop filter. So thank you for your donation as well, Schaefer. So we've got. Does it sound better? I I think so. Pop. Pop. It didn't. I said you pop did. and it still made its way through, so it's obviously not working. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Good one. Hold on. Yep. Nice. Quality Good. podcast we have here. Okay. So speaking of paying for things, I recently saw. You know, you you were talking about the NFT with the Twitter. Uh, the Jack first Dorsey. story. Yeah. Jack Dorsey's first tweet. Setting up my Twitter. Horrible investment. Horrible investment. That I mean. Did it end? I, I yeah, it oh, did. Is that what you're? talking about no no i just i saw that um the axe that was used by jack nicholson in the shining went for a hundred and seventy five thousand dollars somebody bought the axe from the shining for a hundred and seventy five thousand dollars surprising i think i would have figured it was uh i I don't know man there was a a bidding war between 12 buyers and it sold for a hundred and seventy five thousand dollars so my question to you is, is there anything memorabilia-wise 
that you would be willing to pay that amount of money for? $175,000. Assuming that you had $175,000 to spend. Like I said, hey, here's $175,000 or you could have this piece of memorabilia. <laughs> you get, you get straight, straight cash or you get this piece of memorabilia. And take- it, it, it can't necessarily... Well, it, it's a bad question because there might be something that you want that's worth that's literally worth five million dollars that you can give so that's not that's not the question the question is just like is there something you're willing to spend an extravagant amount of money on that's some sort of memorabilia no absolutely not uh because memorabilia has the opportunity to go up i think there is a lot other ways that you can uh, take that $175,000 and invest it either in real estate or gold or silver or Bitcoin and have it go up. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't. Memorabilia, it's, it's so subjective. Like if you could have, there's, there's only one, it, the value of it is only what somebody's willing to pay for it. But it, okay. So if you had the opportunity to buy, Michael Schumacher's helmet from some race and it's autographed and authenticated. No, because, because that's only valuable, valuable. Yes. I find it valuable because I'm a racing fan and I understand the importance of it. Um, but you also have to find somebody else that's willing to pay more for it than what I think it's worth. So you're not going to, you have to find the right person, the right place with with some of these other assets, as far as like renting and that value is easier to justify. So you're, you are a very, the upside of it. You're being very practical about this. There, like, that's me. You, there's just me. There's absolutely nothing. Like, even if you had the money, you had the money, $175,000, just You, you had it. And you said, I this I won't miss this much. Like yeah, it's one hundred seventy five thousand dollars, but I have this to spend, and I'm not really going to miss it that much. Well, I mean, you did offer me the cash. You said, "Would you take cash or memory?" Right, memorabilia. because okay, but so you, took, so you ha- took you cash. took the cash, but you have the cash. Like All it's right, let's say your- I, let's say the hundred seventy five is just something I'm I have money disposable money I'm to willing spend. to just yes. fucking part with no yes. matter what. What am I going to buy? Yeah. Hmm. Like, like, and I'm talking, I'm not talking like a car. I'm not talking about like anything. I'm talking about memorabilia. That's not necessarily practical, but something you would think is like super cool to own. Ooh, it, it's going to be racing related for sure. Like somebody's helmet or somebody's jumpsuit or something like. Yeah, there's, there's a really cool website. Um, shit. I can't remember what the name of it is. Um, racing collectibles, I think is what it's called. But this guy finds all kinds of really, really interesting stuff from racing drivers and sells them. Um, his name's like Dak, uh, Daz, Zach, or something like that. I don't know. Uh, but I would find something on there. It, it is crazy seeing F1 helmets, like racing driver helmets, go for $50,000. How much, like, if you were to buy it new, like, if you were to buy that model of helmet, which I don't even know if you can, can you we've buy talk, We've talked about this before, haven't we? like not on the podcast yeah how much would that helmet that's selling for fifty thousand dollars if you just bought that helmet like without the paint on it without just for yourself like i'm gonna use this helmet to go racing in 
how much would that helmet cost to buy from a manufacturer? Without the paint on it, um, they're all carbon fiber helmets to a very specific specification. I don't know, probably somewhere around, man, I don't know, seventy five hundred to ten grand. So they're they're thousands of dollars. They're very expensive, but because they're very expensive, but because some racer wore it, it's now worth fifty thousand dollars or whatever it is. And it's a lot of the the paint on it like you can't a lot of people won't go out and um like let's say i wanted to buy a a blank helmet a white helmet and i said hey can you paint this to look like michael schumacher's helmet they won't do it because you're imitating some other helmet artist's art it's like hey oh it's like an artist code or something yeah it's it's a you could probably find somebody to do it but it probably is not going to be good because they don't respect that is my understanding so you could you could find people that do replicas and everything you you, you could absolutely do it but i don't know gotcha you're not going to have the same value in it so something else we talked to so again the jack dorsey thing sold for the tweet wait, wait, hold on what what are you buying what am i buying um hundred seventy five thousand dollars hundred and seventy five thousand dollars i assume something baseball or you're you're big into golf right now yeah but nothing but i don't know what you could buy in golf that's hundred seventy five thousand dollars tiger woods putter even then i don't think that's 175 i don't think with, you're getting with, up it's there. won 19 majors or no that's the record Has he's he won he's won 15 majors or something like with he's, the same putter he's won like 11 of them or some like it's i'm pretty sure double digit majors with the same putter Okay, that's that's pretty ridiculous. So maybe like if it was golf related, something like that, something in baseball or something in football. Um, I don't know. Like, I, I don't. Babe Ruth's cup. <laughs> yeah, Babe Ruth, Babe Ruth's jockstrap, Babe Ruth's cigar that he smoked one. That time. would be sick if that was still around. Um, it some baseball. It, it has to be some sort of record, like Nolan Ryan's three thousandth strikeout or whatever it was, or Pete Rose's five thousandth hit. Pete Rose. We were talking about this earlier. Pete Rose has. There are some records in sports that I don't think will ever be broken. Pete Rose's hit record is definitely one of those. So, how many, how many years was Pete Rose in the league? You know, I want to say like twenty something. I'll look it up real quick. Um. But so, so something like that, that's like a, a, a record that I don't think will ever be broken. Um, did you hear that a guy bought Tom Brady's final touchdown ball for $500,000? Jesus Christ. That was before, that was when he retired. And then he, oh, un- and then he came back And then out. he unretired. That has to make the value just go down. Right? Oh, it's worthless. It's a Tom Brady like sucks. it's a Tom Brady touchdown throwing football, but he bought it for five hundred thousand dollars, thinking that that was Tom Brady's last touchdown ever in his career. That's where you got to buy it and just get rid of it because there's so many there's so many athletes now that do this whole, hey, I'm gonna retire and then they come out. It, it dude, I would be I would be vomiting, I would be so sick after buying that ball and then finding out Tom Brady, and I would probably message Tom Brady directly and say. You son of a bitch. <laughs> you cost me $500,000. Well. So, um, wait, did he, he... He's still in uh, Tampa Bay, right? Is yes. He, still there? he came back and he's in Tampa Bay. I know Bay. there were talks of him going to Miami. 
so yeah i heard that too um so pete rose played for 24 seasons so the big deal is that he got banned from baseball for betting or gambling on baseball Correct. Which we had the discussion. While how he many, was playing. How, how many years do you think he actually had left? Because they're like, oh, you don't know like the potential of what he could have done. Yeah, he could have had a lot more hits in those like final X amount of seasons. But how many did he truly have left? Because that feels like a very, very long run for a baseball player. So I'm not an expert on Pete Rose. I don't know if he got banned from baseball while he was still playing or if he retired and then they found out and then he got banned. Like he, he's, he can't be... He's ne- never getting into the Hall of Fame, which sucks. He it really does because it's like, just give it to him. What's the, what's the point of letting this string out? That I, it's I think it's because, from my understanding, baseball said we're willing to let you come back in, but you have to admit what you did was wrong and apologize or do like make some concessions. So he's gonna hold to his and and he values like he said no I'm not giving he, I didn't think what I did was wrong he essentially doubled down and said no and they said yeah. that we're never letting you back in uh so just for fun Pete Rose has the all time hits I, I was a little off on five thousand he's got four thousand two hundred and fifty six hits okay the next closest person who is still playing Albert Pujols and this is his final season. Albert Pujols, so 4,256 for Pete Rose. Albert Pujols, 3,310. And Pujols has been in the league forever. Since 99, 2000, something like that. So 22 years, something like that. And this is his final season. And he's 900 hits short. Do you think... So I, I watched a presentation and I had this discussion with you as well. Pitchers absolutely have the advantage over batters. Currently, you, yes. Currently, yes. So did that have an advantage or did that weigh into why Pete Rose was so ahead back then? Well, if you look at some of these other hitters, I mean, Ty Cobb played he's before. He's way really old, right? He played before Pete Rose. and I mean, like I mean, he, a long he, time ago, right? Uh, I think was he a part of Murderers Row? Like, did he play with Babe Ruth? So, <laughs> what, what was Murderers Row? It, it was like hit. It was Ty Cobb, Babe Ruth. Um, yeah, Ty Cobb's back in the like 30s. He's yeah. well before Babe Ruth or so, uh, uh, Pete Rose. So, anyways, like yeah. So the pitching back then was not nearly what it is today. Yeah, so the, you didn't have people throwing 105. No, there's a college pitcher, a kid from Tennessee, throwing 105.5. Fa- I think I saw that. Fastest pitch ever recorded. Um, so, yeah, you didn't have... Wait, ever, including ever, MLB. Ever, yes. So, faster than... What's uh, what's the guy that... Araldis Chapman. Yeah, Chapman. Faster than him. There's two guys wow. for the Cardinals that touch 103, 104, which is absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Like, it, it's... I threw... I, I, we went to one of those minor league baseball games, the Indians. Yeah. And you and I went to a baseball, like, the throwing booth. I threw 57, and I was, like, fucking stoked about that. I was like, man, I, that's the fastest I've ever threw it. And then you walked up, I think you threw, like, 75 or 76 or something like that. Yeah, yeah. My arm hurt very bad. Yeah. It was, it, it throbbed. Dude, I was in pain somebody, the rest of the day. Somebody threw double me. I mean, not to, not double me. But Almost. Pretty, pretty fucking close to it. And then threw 27, 28 miles an hour faster than you. Yeah. That's insane. 
there there are just some guys that are just absolute freaks and that's it's unreal and there's there you can do something about it you, you know like there's so much you can do like working hard it's like always oh, getting the gym and grind some guys just have the talent that you can't teach like you, like you can't and i it's, think it's natural i think you, yeah i think i told the story about John Daly at one of the tournaments where he's sitting in the clubhouse and they're all drinking and playing cards and stuff and Tiger Woods walks out with some clubs like through the clubhouse and there's like Tiger come have a drink with us he goes no I gotta go hit the range and John Daly's like no come on why you gotta hit the range for he goes John if I had as much talent as you do I wouldn't have to go to the range so like even Tiger Woods realized how much talent just pure talent because John Daly didn't do shit he's fat he smokes he drinks he's just he's a party animal but yet he's really, really good at yeah. golf. And Tiger Woods is like, I like he has more talent than me, but I'm going to outwork. It's like, there's a balance there. Yeah, for sure. It, I, but it's insane to think you take a guy like John Daly. What if? What if he worked what as if? hard as Tiger Woods or Jesus? And, and that's, that's kind of the sad thing. I know. I think I've talked well, about yeah, like a kid that I played against in high school, who was the number one recruit in the country coming out of high school. Uh, six five wide receiver, ran a four four forty. Had offers from Alabama everywhere. Could have gone anywhere in the country that he wanted to. Went to Mizzou, got kicked out of Mizzou, transferred to Oklahoma. Never played for Oklahoma. Got drafted to the NFL. Got arrested with a pound of weed in my hometown. Never played. Like just never played. Never panned out mm. because he just he didn't care. He didn't try hard. He didn't work hard. It's just he had the talent, but didn't have the the work ethic or like, the the sense of responsibility. They were comparing him to like Jerry Rice and Calvin Johnson, like some of the best receivers that have ever played the game of football. They were comparing this kid to, yeah, and he just didn't care. Well, the other crazy thing I'm thinking about the kid from Tennessee that you're talking about. The what if there? What I mean, he's throwing one hundred five on basically one hundred six. Yeah. I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. Round Let me up. round up to one hundred six for him. I'm gonna do him a solid. God forbid. Let's hope he doesn't get hurt. But it's like, what 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 does that career become? Yeah. Does it? Does he? Who's a uh, Zion Williams? I mean, Williamson, everybody yeah. or Williamson? Huge in, or a uh, fucking uh, college basketball player, but huge he really star. hasn't played at all or done anything crazy no uh greg odin from ohio state back in the day didn't pan out he was an insane uh ncaa player but then went to the nba and did nothing got hurt but i don't see i think there's a difference between somebody like greg odin and somebody like doriel green beckham who i was just talking about greg odin for all i know i have no idea about greg odin for all i know he worked extremely hard he just got unlucky and got hurt a lot yeah so he could have been a hard worker. He was just unfortunate. I know for a fact that Doriel Green Beckham did not try at all. He didn't care. Yeah. He was just always better than everybody. Everybody told him he was the greatest thing ever. And so then when he finally got challenged by other Division One athletes and other people, because he did go to the NFL for a little while, he got smacked because he just he never put in the work ethic to increase his game. He always just stayed there. So I think there is a difference between just unlucky breaks. And like like a Greg Oden, perhaps, versus somebody who just doesn't work hard. It's almost bad having people around you that are like pumping you up. Yeah, you know what I mean. A bunch of yes men. Yes, that's, that's almost worse because you're just like, well, I, yeah, I'm set. Everybody, 
everybody around me tells I'm gonna do tells me I'm gonna do this and then I'm in the next be- next best best thing. Why why would I try any harder? Yeah, I've exactly. already got it. Everybody else around, I have everything. So that's uh, whether you like that's, or that's toxic. That's a- toxic. Absolutely, and whether you like or hate Justin Bieber, he came out and uh, one of his songs, "Lonely," came out where he was essentially saying like. I've got all these people around me, but I'm so lonely because nobody actually cares about me. Like they're just telling me, yeah, you're great. Yeah. And he was a kid with $200 million. Like that's insane. I can't even imagine. Yeah. Absolutely nuts. And he, he acknowledged that in the roast of Justin Bieber, which was actually a pretty good roast. Yeah. Um, he mentioned something. I forget what his, his joke, like back at the very end where he roast some people he said something about two having 200 million dollars at what do you get with a kid with 200 million dollars and then he said what at 16 yeah and then you said you get uh, a bunch of has-been celebrities telling you or calling you a lesbian yeah yeah so but he was like he had he essentially said he had everything anybody could ever hope for at 16 years old and who's gonna tell him he can't do something yeah like when you when you are making that type of money, what are your parents gonna say? Like, I mean, you would think that the parents would try to discipline them, but when he's buying your house and he's buying your cars and he's paying your bills and stuff, like, how do you tell your kid, no, you can't do this, no, you can't do that? I mean, it's just, it's just unfathomable. Uh, blah, blah, blah. I, how many syllables? You said did that I, very well. I, I think you said it better than I think than I, what you thought you did. I might have thrown three B's in there, but yeah. anyways. It's just, it's crazy to think like some of those types of people that just always are hyped up. Yeah. And that's why I think a lot of people like the haters and that, cause that's what people say. Like the hate fuels gives you, me. It gives you a little bit more realistic point of view on where you are in life. Yeah. Well, right. maybe they could well, also just I, be haters. I guess it brings you back down because you can't, you can't have that mentality of, you cannot have people around you constantly just perking you up. No, it's, I mean, it, yes, you want that. You want positive around you, but you also need realistic, right? I would agree. I, I think you have to have a good balance. If you don't have a good balance, you're going to be either one way, you're going to get super down on yourself and think you're just a failure all the time because nobody ever gives you any sort of positive reinforcement. Yeah. But then at the same time, if only you get positive reinforcement, you never think anything's your fault. You never think you're terrible at anything and you are just an egotistical asshole. So I think there absolutely is a balance that you have to strike in life. Otherwise, just like everything, you get way out of balance and then you start taking off in one direction. Yep. And it's just not good for anybody. Yep. 100% so, agree. I don't know. It's just, I, w- I wish, like you said, what if I had that talent? Like, what if I would have had his talent? I would like to think I would have used it to its fullest potential. Like, like you can't teach somebody to be six foot five you know he, he's six foot <laughs> <I'm> gonna... <laughs> all right let's think big thoughts here <laughs> think you're tall all right God. think that you're this tall and then grab that box off that shelf yeah <laughs> i can't do it well think harder yeah <laughs> you're not trying you're not, harder. Tra- you're not training hard enough so, hey he is over there training night and day to be thinking st- about picking that box <laughs> off that shelf. You need to do that. St- I can't do it. I can't do it. So, so yeah, you can't teach somebody to be six foot five or, I mean, 
you can increase speed, but there are some people who are just naturally like gifted. And you would like to think if you had those natural gifts that you would use them to the fullest extent of your ability. But if you don't have the people around you to push you and drive you and motivate you and keep you in like in check. Yeah. That's what happens, man. So I don't know. I, it's, it's a lot of, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I've said this on the podcast before. I'm, uh, I'm just average at everything. I don't know that there's anything like I'm really good at. I'm just jack of all trades, master of none. Yeah. I don't know. I don't even know if I'm a jack of all things. Like there's some things I'm pretty damn bad at. Jack off. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> what? A jack- well, never mind. A, a jack off. <laughs> it's like a, a somebody who screws around. No, a jack I, off. No, I, I. You took it the I, wrong way. Well, it just didn't get your mind out of the gutter. I'm sorry. It's hard. We were talking about shake weight earlier, and I thought you were like trying to go back to shake weights. Or no, something. no, no, no. I'm not. That's not where my mind's at. Hey, the uh, that Jack Dorsey tweet. I don't think it's sold yet. Really? Still? The NFT. Yeah, it's. Yeah, pff, regardless, the guy's still losing money because I think right now it's at uh, 10.3 Ethereum, uh, Ethereum, however you want to say it, 10. whatever 3. your preference is. It is at 10.3 Ethereum? 10.3, which is $29,542 okay, so and 25 cents. So we got out of. Uh... We got out of the hundreds, so we're at least in. I mean, he still bought it for what two point two point nine million? Yeah, yeah two point nine million. Uh, so, I mean, it's still a terrible investment. Geez. But two, like the original two seventy seven that we reported, that's just like devastating. It, like twenty nine thousand, still pretty devastating. But that's a, it, just like the uh, the football, man, you've got it. You have that asset. It's something that could be time sensitive dump it while it's still high get something out of it before it's nothing but if you knew that it was if you knew it was at its high point that's the problem i would rather just take i would rather have something than nothing the difference is he set the high point like there he didn't know what the high point was because he just said it well i mean he could have turned around and listed it the next day for three million or something or yeah yeah, whatever yeah Yeah. that's fair he could have you live and you learn well he I don't know. <laughs> that, that's a big learning lesson. That's a big sigh, dude. You sound it's, tired. It's it's um it's been a week, so we're gonna wrap up the week with a a last call. Last call. This is the last call for alcohol this evening. Drink up, drink up, drink up, and order. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It is the last call on the last call podcast where every week we do a little something different. By the way, I was at a bar the other night and l- dude literally yelled last call. <laughs> You're like, what, are we, what are we doing this week? <laughs> yeah. Well, I was a little disappointed. It, there wasn't a little uh, a little ditty after a little, the la- little jig or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, yeah there, there, a little jingle. There was no jingle. He just yelled last call and I was like, oh. So I was a little disappointed. But anyways, this week we're going to do something. We're going to try something. I don't know if it's going to work or not. I think it could be fun. Essentially, we are going to, quote unquote, blind react to headlines. And we are only going to read the headline. Only the headline. We are not going to tell you anything about the story. You can go look up the story if you want to. But we have to make up some sort of opinion on this story solely based on the headline. No other information. It's like what everybody does on the internet every day. Exactly. So we are not going to read the articles. We're not going to tell you anything else about the article. Only that 
we're going to give you an opinion on the article that we have not read. So, okay. Nick, are you ready? I think so. All right, let's see, if we, let's see if we can find some good headlines. So, the first one that I want to start with is, uh, let's go with this one. Give me one second. <laughs> Olivia Wilde was served custody papers at Comic-Con. <laughs> my my Apple Watch just wanted to uh, Siri just try to give an opinion. Just then, that was crazy timing. That was so. Uh, Olivia Wilde was served custody papers from Jason Sudeikis while at Comic Con. Uh, was the person no, serving you, the papers wearing a costume? I, I, I don't know, man. I just want to know that. I think that's an absolute savage move. I absolutely love it. Uh, I have no idea about their relationship, but the fact that this man goes to Comic-Con where she's per like, in order to serve somebody, you have to, first of all, they have to know that it's the person. So you have to ask them like, hey, are you Olivia Wilde? And then she has to say yes. And then he gives her an envelope while on stage in front of an entire crowd. And it's like, you've been served. <laughs> How did he get past security? It's Comic-Con. It was like, she's up on stage performing. Yeah, but the surely there's somebody like, keeping people from getting onto the stage he didn't get up on the stage he was out in the crowd and he handed her ma'am i have something for, for you. you are you, you olivia wilde you've been served okay <laughs> absolute savage move love every bit of it i think that's absolutely amazing okay um let's go with um, i just have questions more than anything uh why do you I love that who is that is that no bottom the second from the bottom right in the middle who is that is it machine gun kelly this is uh tiktokers Jaden hostler oh, and okay. nessa barrett confirmed breakup I'm, I'm looking i love this picture because this guy is extremely tall and she's <laughs> extremely short and in the thumbnail she's like just peeking they're just showing her eyes just above the yeah the thumbnail is a terrible thumbnail it's a terrible thumbnail but i say her. good riddance best in nessa what's her name nessa barrett uh i don't TikTok. why I, are we talking about tiktok tiktok stars just immediate reaction i don't like mm -hmm. nessa barrett i think she's uh you know who she is she dated josh richards for a little while that guy that we talked about that one time on <laughs> i'm gonna be honest there's not been one person we've talked about so far that i know you don't know who Olivia Wilde is? No. Do you know who Jason Sudeikis is? No. Jason Sudeikis. He no. was on SNL. He plays you, Ted Lasso. Just because you say the name again doesn't mean he, I'm going to... Oh, oh, yeah. There, <laughs> yeah. It just comes to mind. Oh, yeah. No. Um, Jason Sudeikis uh, was in Hall Pass. He was also... He is Ted Lasso. <laughs> Nothing. None of these? Sudeikis, Sudeikis wife, Jason Sudeikis wife, Jason oh, Sudeikis, and no, I'm backing up to Jason Sudeikis. Yeah, I have no idea who he is. Okay, I, this is uh, the last call where we find out that Nick lives under a rock. I guess so. All right, so it, this is gonna also do it. Uh, Alta apologizes for insensitive email about Kate Spade who died by suicide. No idea what the email said. I have absolutely zero clue what this email is. All I'm saying is how long before somebody dies before it's no longer insensitive? Six months. Six months? Okay. She died quite a while ago. It's definitely more than Kate six Spade? months. Yes. Oh. Is she? I think she's related. Is that the bag 
thing? Yes. Like yeah, she was a. Uh, I think she made like uh, purses and stuff. She yeah, was a designer. Yeah. yeah. So I have no idea what this email said. All I'm saying is, is it really insensitive when she's been gone for however long? Like how long before you can actually talk about somebody? I think that's a little bit ridiculous that like they're having to come and apologize. Unless it was like something really ridiculous. Again, I have no idea what the email is. It's but probably I, a pretty good meme though. But it's like, it, like at what point is it no longer too soon? You know. Oh man, I I said six months. It's probably further than that. It's probably like a a, a couple years. Okay, I don't know. I may, okay, I'm the I asshole. Just I just wish I could idea. read the meme in the email. Yeah, well. Oh, All right. This looks fun. Next one. The Kardashians defeat Black China in defamation trial. First of all, how is this not over the Amber Heard Johnny Depp trial? Like, the Kardashians rule entertainment, do they not? Like, for I don't know why I haven't heard of this. And also, how is Amber Heard and Johnny Depp's trial going to last weeks and weeks and weeks? This one wrapped up in, like, days. So, like, was her, her, her case must have been absolute dog shit. Uh, well, uh, yeah, I, I think Amber Heard. Everything I see it is that Amber Heard's like case is horrible. Like there's nothing, but yet it keeps going on. I'm gonna throw this out there. I think that the lawyers are milking it. Like let's draw this out. It's a win-win for both parties. For Johnny Depp and Amber Heard, as far as their lawyers go, they're like, yeah, let's keep drawing. This I did out. see an article that Amber Heard fired. We're paid her. regardless, so let's draw this out as long as we can. I did see a headline that Amber Heard had fired her PR team ahead of her testimony so she must have felt like it wasn't going very well for her yes no yeah uh, yeah that, I that's, don't, I, that's I, I, it's not good for her i don't I, I, i've not followed it closely but everything that i see the snippets that i see it's it's not good man all right a hundred year old man breaks guinness world record for working at the same company for 84 years man he made my subway last week. <laughs> that man gave me extra jalapenos, and I thank him for that. He's been employee of the month, 83 of the 84 years. <laughs> <laughs> God, think how much... Honestly, okay. Think about the revenue that that man has pulled in. How is it? Like, the revenue. It's insane. Nobody... All-time records. We were talking about this earlier. Sports records. How about this record? Where did he work? Please, let me know. Uh, all right. Click on it. We have to find out. I, I know we're doing it as face value, but I have so many questions. Oh, he looks like an accountant. He's sitting at a desk. Uh, well, he said, so as Walter Orthman of that Brazil. Looks like a Walter. Walter Orthman of Brazil. He does not look Brazilian. Walter Orthman is Brazilian? <laughs> I mean, he could have moved down there. Who knows? Okay, so because of his strong proficiency in German... German! Oh, no, no. I don't like this. He was hired... You, you realize a lot of, a lot of Germans left, left Germany after World War II, right? And they went to Argentina. Uh, and then maybe ended up in... But no, if he, so if he's 100 years old and he's worked there for 84 years, he would have been 16... I don't, yeah. Mm. Walter Orthman might have an investigation coming. <laughs> okay, so because of his strong proficiency in German, again, questionable, he was hired as a shipping assistant for the textile company Industries Renau mm. SA, South mm. America. I'm just saying there's a lot of stuff that, that, that lines up with 
Walter Orthman is a Brazilian who speaks German. A lot of stuff. A lot of Germans left uh, Germany and went to Argentina. I am South America after World War II. So just throwing that out there. Um, I don't know. I I, I wish that I I hope you retire at some point. That would be, it's kind of nice not having to work a job. I mean, but 84 years at one job, dude, that's, that's a long time. I don't know anybody. Do you think he could, (laughs) I like you have to own the company at that point. Like nobody that comes into this company has worked there longer than you. Listen, Walter is a simple man. He wants his paycheck. He wants to go home and pet his cats and go to bed. I guess. All right. Indie woman. So Indianapolis woman. Wow. Dies after offshore plastic surgery. Don't Sh- don't do that. Shouldn't have got that Brazilian Find a, a local rep that is reputable. Shouldn't have got that Brazilian butt lift in Aruba. I'm just saying. Like you go to Brazil for that, right? Is like, it, oh, okay. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Is it really a Brazilian uh, butt lift? I don't know. Yeah. So yeah. Mm, poor woman, but that's a risk you take when you go offshore. I'm curious where offshore is though. <laughs> An oil rig. <laughs> 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 Listen, we got this proprietary liquid that will pump into your butt and it'll plump it up and uh, it's actually oil. They're just literally (laughs) pumping oil straight out of the ocean into... Oh, God. Uh, Chipotle to test new menu item first in Indianapolis this week. I don't believe that. What is it? (laughs) No, now you're curious. (laughs) No, I'm going. I'm going. Are there uh, fries? French fries. Get out of here. No, I'm not. Never mind. I. Oh wait, maybe God. that was maybe that was just an advertisement. It might not have been. If the it's picture. French fries, man, I'm I'm done. Uh, I'm done. The brand Tuesday begins testing garlic guajillo steak. Guajillo. Oh, it's just another. St- Gua- All right. Here's my opinion. Here's my opinion. Your steak's stupid. Stop coming up with other formulas of steak. They got you rid put of, different seasonings on it. It's still steak. That's your take? That's <laughs> it's still steak. <laughs> your new menu item. All right, so maybe we miscalculated what we should have done. Maybe we should have given very generic information rather than just the headlines. That was that was the hottest take I've uh, I've seen from you it's today. It's still steak. I'm a big fan of Chipotle. I'm Chipotle or Qdoba all day, but come on. All right. Yeah. They got rid of the pollo asada, which was actually pretty it good. It was also steak. Pollo is oh, chicken, sorry, that's idiot. That's chicken. chicken. No, it was the carne asada. No, what, what the fuck was it? There was something else that they came out with, and it was literally just steak with a different seasoning on it. Yeah, I don't know. All right, we'll do one more. Will Smith's stand-up comedy series was canceled, but not for the reason you think. I didn't know Will Smith did stand-up comedy. You didn't? That's what he started at. As a stand-up comedian, yeah, I thought he started as like a rapper and stuff. I, uh, I think he did stand-up getting, comedy getting jiggy before. with it, and you know, I don't know, man. I don't know my, I, I don't follow celebrities. This how, was, how hipster of me, I know. This was a bad idea. Uh, I'm still having fun with it. We had some opinions. <laughs> um, he he denounced uh, Chipotle's steak thing, and that's why his tour gets canceled as a comedian. But not for the what? What a clickbait article. Yeah, now you have to get it. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. oh God. I hope that didn't now come we're get, Now we're getting... Now we're, the whole episode is ruined because we played copyrighted music. No, I don't think we did. Anyways. Actually, we were doing it right now. Everybody, follow us on Instagram at the T-H-E-E hey. Last Call. 
What? Even better. Hey, go to the Instagram. Go to the Instagram. And click on the link tree in click our on. description, and it'll take you wherever you want to go. Boom. Do that, and also follow us. We'll, we'll post the date on Instagram of when we're actually going to be live, but fo- come watch us live. We want to interact with people while we're doing this. You can chat with us on Twitch. If you don't have a Twitch, make a Twitch. Follow us on Instagram, Twitch, wherever we're at. But we all thank you, Nick and I. Thank you for joining us on this Friday. Nick, anything else? Uh, we'll see you next week. I'm excited. We'll see you next week. And from the Last Call Podcast, I'm Aaron. That's Nick. We hope you have a great fucking Friday. Some other beginnings and